Welcome everyone to uh, Sports Opinions with Regular Guys. Uh, I'm Frank, this is Mike. Thank you for listening. Hopefully everyone did their duty and voted today. Very important election. A lot of things are up for grabs for that. Um, so I hope you guys are doing that. Uh, thank you again for listening. Uh, wherever you're listening, however you're listening. Um, we're going to talk a little, we're going to talk actually about um, the uh, week, was it week eight results? Yes. Week eight results of the NFL, particularly uh, the Bears' uh, performance against the Dolphins this past Sunday, along with some other games uh, and, and, and games around the NFL. We're also going to get into the Bulls and talk a little bit about, you know, a little bit of NBA if necessary. Yeah. We'll definitely talk a little bit about the Bulls because, you know, there's a few things that, uh, you know, I want to get into about this team. I've watched um, their 10 games, or 11 games in, 10 games in, and um, I'm just kind of evaluating their first 10 games and what I see, what I like, what I don't like, and what does give me some concerns and, and things like that. So let's uh, start out by talking about the Chicago Bears. And, well, I thought it was a great game, at least from an offensive standpoint. The Bears lost, which they were expected to lose. So there's no surprise there, you know. I mean, everyone knew the Bears were going to lose. So to me, it wasn't, again, it's not about them winning because I expect them to only win three or four games this season. But it's the development of Justin Fields. And, man, I feel so good that I'm right about Justin Fields so far because I said we got to see his development and see what he can do. This is not this is this is a preseason for him in my opinion. This isn't, these games don't count right now. It's just how he develops an offense. And man, he broke a regular season record in rushing um, on Sunday. Actually, 178 uh, yards. yards. Now I think Colin Kaepernick broke the record. Uh, well, has the all-time record, but that's in the postseason game, only by a few yards though. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, Justin Fields broke the regular season record, ran for 178 yards, rushed for another touchdown again this week. Um, in the air, he was pretty efficient. He only threw for 123 yards, but he threw the ball 28 times and made 17 of those passes. And he had three touchdown passes. No interceptions, no turnovers, no fumbles. Well, one of, and, those, one of, those, one of those interceptions got called back. Well, it got called back. But... He had a 106-point rating. Um, that was so great. He, great. he has been improving week after week after week. If you look at his numbers, there may be bad numbers when he started, but look at the improvement every week. The well, only I thing that he it. needs to cut down on was, in my opinion, is the turnovers, the sacks, and holding on to the ball too long. Now, he's learning to get rid of the ball because I think he – did he get sacked? Uh, two times. That's better than getting sacked five times, like he's used to getting sacked, by holding on to the ball too long. He got rid of the ball. He didn't make stupid decisions and throw the ball, you know, to the other player. Or didn't get tipped by somebody or bounce mm-hmm. off someone's helmet and get picked off that way. Bonehead, unnecessary bullshit turnovers that didn't happen. He was magnificent. That Bears defense looked great. They are the leading league in the in the NFL, leading team in the NFL in rushing. They rushed for, as a team. Uh, what a uh, what was the rushing yards uh, for the team? Rushing 252 yards. They ran for over 200 yards the last three games. I think. Yeah. What half the games this year they ran for over 200 well, yards? Well, a lot of that 
thank you to Justin Fields because yes. he, he did have a 61 yard well, wherever uh, else you run. can get 61 yard run. Yes. That, was, that, was, that was impressive. It was. Does it remind it you? Was. Do you remember? This was Michael when Vick. Michael Vick did yep. this to the to yep. the uh, uh, Vikings. Yeah. And like when he ran for that touchdown, he ran two players ran into each yep. other. He ran right into the end zone. They couldn't catch him. Yeah. That's what that play reminded me yep. of when he ran for 61 something yards. Yep. Like he was in the open field. Ain't no one catching him. No. Um, and, and I'm really impressed by that. I mean, I was hating on him last year. I was hating on him in the beginning of this year because I felt we could have got someone or probably traded for some, someone more experienced because he kept getting sacked all the time. But he has improved. I mean, the kid is running. Week after week, he's using his legs like I've been asking. Instead of standing there and getting rocked every single game, you, you got the timing down now, and you see what he's doing. He drops back, and it seems like every time he does a little shimmy, people are reaching for him. No one can seem to grab this guy. He takes off. He doesn't look like he's running that fast, but he's not running everybody on that field. No one is catching Justin Fields, and I'm really impressed. I am. Yep. 178 yards rushing in a game is nothing to sneeze at. I mean, I was really impressed, and I think the, the Bears did a good job keeping up with the Dolphins because I had said it was going to be a blowout. I thought the Dolphins were going to put up 40. They ended up putting up 35. I thought the Bears were going to put up maybe 14 points. No, no. Man, they put up 32 points on the Dolphins. With I this mean, rushing, rushing the, uh, attack... They should get at least two to three touchdowns a game. This was one of the better alone. games that I've watched uh, yeah. this this year. Well, Back I mean, offensively, forth. they've been playing great the last Back several weeks. The yeah. last what three weeks? Three yeah. uh, three weeks. They you no know, since they had that buy with that mini buy when they shit the bed in Washington uh, against Washington. Mm-hmm. Since then, they've um, they kicked it up. They picked it up big time. And, and who made that happen? I. Well, I well obviously it's Justin Fields. Why? But, but, why? I'm gonna ask you why. Because I think I think the coaching staff, the the offensive coordinator, probably had to talk with the head coach, who told him, "Come on, let's let let's let the, the the cuffs off this kid and let's see what he can do. We got nothing to play for this season. We're playing for next year, as I told you they should be. Mm-hmm. And they, that just it's about his development and saying, okay, let's see what he can do. And now I can show you what he can do. Now I, I'm not surprised by this. I've been saying, let's see what he can do. Um, let him run the offense. Uh, let's let's see him throw the ball a little bit more. Let's see him run the ball a little bit more. I just don't want him holding on to the ball a lot. He's going to come with experience, you know, and not always putting the handcuffs on the kid. Let him let him loose now. I mean, goodness, this is his second year. Obviously, they, they know they're not going anywhere this season. Okay. So they're going to be primed. I mean, they're going to be right. primed to get – uh, some weapons for this man in the offseason. I'm going to ask you something. And the Claypool kid, you know, he did good. That's That could be a pretty good duel there. He is a you good know. pickup. I told you he was a good pickup. When you get, you get Mooney some help, you know, uh, um, now they're going to try to uh, try to rush him now. You notice they're not trying to rush him no more too much now. When these teams want to rush, rush Justin Fields and sack him, well, no, you're not going to be able to do that now. He's going to outrun you. Yeah. You know, and so you have the three-headed monster. You have Herbert, you have Montgomery, and you have Fields. The 300, uh, three-headed monster rushing attack. Um, and I think once they get some better, some better players on offense, they'll be better. Now you got, you got Claypool, you got Mooney, and you got Komet 
who, you know. Came up big with two touchdowns. Yes, and I'm, that's what I've been waiting for as, this guy. I've been waiting thank for you. this. Thank you. I as, mean, he is a big tight doing. end yep. who should be getting the ball to yep. him. He should be doing exactly what, like, Travis Kelsey. That or, 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 or Tony Gonzalez, something like that, you, you know. know. I mean, you're a big man. You should be able to he catch that ball. Exactly you're what athletic. Travis Kelsey is doing. Yeah, I guarantee that probably if the if we had the talent to play uh, talent around, like if you had Patrick Mahomes, I'm sure Patrick Mahomes would make sure Komet gets oh, that yeah. ball. Oh, yeah, now let me ask you. Look at the way they're playing right now. Imagine if they had not got rid of all their, 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 their best assets. I think the Bears would be contending right now, especially with, with how Justin Fields has developed into the they player have that more, he is. They he have more developed. holes on defense. We basically watched this guy mature as a player. Week after week after week, he you can see the progression, and I, I like that. I enjoy that because there's so many quarterbacks out there that you see they give chances week after Look, week, and they can't do shit. Well, they got again, they got a bunch of shitload of picks, and they got a lot of money, so they can they're going to be able to take care of both sides of the ball. They're going to be able to get players on on free agency, either in defense or draft them on defense, and they're going to do the opposite with the offense. Okay, so they need a decent key receiver. Let's hope. Claypool is that receiver that they have, you know. Maybe get another key receiver. Um, we got to get we got to get a better offensive line. We got to show up that offensive line, okay. And then they got to decide what they're gonna do with Montgomery. Are we gonna keep him or are we gonna trade him? Why would we get rid of him? He's productive. He's he good. Is. Why do we need to get rid of him and start over with someone else when we don't even know what they got yet? If a team. If if they see some assets they can get for him and they know they're not gonna sign him again, I don't you like sign that. him. I don't like Then that. you get the pieces for it. The guy looks like he's experienced. He looks like he knows the the, the oh, game. Oh no, I think I think the he's timing, fine. Yeah. Timing of the game, and I love how he muffs players when they come at him, smacks them down. I mean, he's a rough, hard nosed runner, and I like that. I like that in him. I like David Montgomery. And I, we well, I think our, I think our offense is, is clicking a little bit. So they still got to get. They still got to show up the offensive line. They still got to get. I still think they got to get another wide receiver. Um, For sure. Yeah. Um, you can't just have Claypool out there being the main guy. Well, yeah. Mooney, Mooney, Mooney showed up, right? Yeah. Yep. Who was the, the the leading uh, receiver? Mooney with a touchdown. Well. Yeah, and then they gotta they gotta they gotta shore that up a little bit. They gotta get I gotta say maybe another receiver and an offensive line. Tight end, you might be able to get one there, but again, they also gotta rebuild on the defense because they gave away a lot of pieces, obviously key pieces to rebuild this defense. Yeah. So they got where guys I got trust like again, I got trust in this management team. I don't think we got some lame duck, you know, deer head uh, headlights, deer in the headlights, yeah. management crew yeah. that doesn't know what the hell they're doing, doesn't have good scouts, drafts horribly, picks up wrong key players, you know. I mean, all that crap, you know. We guys, you guys are competent, mm-hmm. a competent coaching staff, competent management that will try to make this goddamn team contending again. And that's what we, that's all I ask is get the Bears to contend consistently, you know. Consistently for years, not just for one year, for years. Yeah. You know, for years. I want, I would like Iberflus to be. If Iberflus is coaching us for 12 years, that means he must be doing something good. You know, hell, we gave Lovey Smith nine years. You know, to a Super Bowl. And you know, out of those nine years, he got us to a Super Bowl. uh, To a Super Bowl. What, three playoff appearances? And a Super Bowl appearance. But we need more than that. We, what know. have we done since he's been gone? 
Two playoff appearances. And then what? That's it. That's it. First round knockout playoff yeah. appearance. Come on. Does this offense... Come on. I'm excited. Does it remind you a little bit of the, the the first year Mark Trestman was here a little bit? No. Not a little bit because we had a passing game with uh um, Trestman was running a lot of trick plays. You saw a lot of little trick But he was still plays. putting up the Bears were one of the highest scoring teams that they year. They are. They were. That year. They were. Because and teams weren't expecting all these little well, you bullshit. The, you had the you two know, combo. You had, you had the Jeffrey and you had the uh Brandon Marshall. Yeah, but after the league caught on to what he was doing, none, none of that was working anymore. None of it. Well, and that's why he's out the league. That's true. Back to this, uh, what is Back it, the gray the... cup? <laughs> not even a silver cup. Well, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go without saying. Talk a little bit about the Dolphins. Congratulations Tua, to Tyreek Hill. Tua and Tyreek Hill, they did great. But yeah. let's be honest, guys. They played against a depleted, horrible defense. I'm not taking anything away from that. So. Tua I made mean, some great plays. Tua, I'm going to give it to him. Tua played against one of the worst defenses in the league, basically. On, you know, and so, on, you know, the Dolphins, who were supposed to have a really good defense. The Cowboys, the week before, had supposed to have a good defense. New England was supposed to have a pretty decent defense. And the Bears torched all their asses for almost 30 points each. 29 the last one, 32 this one. 33 so. against uh, New England. Yep. So. Hey. I'm saying. We look like we're getting – I mean, come on. We're 30-point games here, 29-point game here, 32-point game there. I mean, hey. Yeah, we just don't have the defense right now. But why, why is that? Because we decided to get rid of we're all rebuilding. our guys, right? But this is all about we rebuilding. We didn't need to do that. If we, That's exactly the point I was asking you before. How far do you think they're going to go? That's the point I was asking you How far you do you before. think they're going to go? Let me finish. That's the point I was asking you before. Had we kept our players defensively and we're putting up 32 – 35, 29 points. We would probably win more games because they wouldn't have scored 49 points. They wouldn't have scored 35 points. They but, wouldn't have scored 38 points. That's the difference. But here's the here's the we thing. could be competing right now. But here's the thing about that. So they you kept these guys right, uh-huh. and maybe mm. we might. We have would. won a we couple would. of games. We would have won the Washington but, game. But the bottom line sure. is at the end of the year, we'll be the middle of a pack team with a middle of a pack draft pick not going anywhere. Not 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 improving. On offense, yes, but then on defense, you weren't going to guarantee you were going to sign Roquan Smith at the end of the season. Okay? You weren't going to sign Quinn. You're going to get rid of these guys anyway, so get what you can for them. Simple. Yeah. So this year, again, is – and the Bears stuck to this. We're rebuilding. That's what we're doing. We're gonna improve the offense. We're gonna give up the players that we don't that that that, that we're not gonna sign in the offseason. We're gonna get rid of them. We're gonna rebuild this team, and we're gonna get better. I expect them to have a very good offseason. And next year is what I'm saying is when we should see <clears throat> the Bears compete and start winning some of these games, not giving up 35 points. Bears are not a team that gives up 35. We may not win all of our games, but we sure in the hell don't give up a lot of points. And Bears traditionally do not give up points like this. So this is my thing with that. We just don't score. That's that all logic, the, the Bears. Right? So we could we already had star players that we could we we got rid of. We could have kept them. Instead, we get rid of them, tank the season, and just pick up whole brand new players again. And hopefully, they'll be able to put up numbers that a Khalil Mack would have been able to put up, or numbers that. You know, Roquan Smith would have been to put up brand new guys out of nowhere. They're supposed to be come out and do do that. 
that's what we're rebuilding for. And I don't like that. I don't like it. There's no guarantee that these guys are going to come out and they're going to be great uh, defensive players. This is why we have – this players. is why our There's men – no guarantee of this. Well, that's why we have the GM and we have the coach to go and good scouts and we're going to see what happens. So next year, I expect the Bears to be better. They, they're they coached a lot better. A lot of this has to do with their coaching too. They're still in games. You know, they're just not winning these close ones. Now, with, with better talent, we'll win these close ones. Maybe they won't be close games. Maybe we'll have a decent defense. We'll give up 18 points a game and have a, have an offense that scores 32 a game. Then that way we can be a 14 and three, 15 and two team. You know, winning the division. You know. You know what, Frank? Check this out. I was just thinking about a great little way to to, to describe this. Imagine this, right? Mm-hmm. Take for instance your nice little 70 inch TV over there. Works perfectly, great picture, great performance. And I decide, you decide, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to sell this for 50 bucks to somebody. 50 bucks. Hey, you go, go and you put it there and you floss that in your living room. 50 bucks, it's yours. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to uh, Target and I'm going to get the Target brand one. You know, and I'm going to buy that for maybe 250 and I'm expected to do exactly what my nice $700 TV that I had before. I mean, I'm expected to have the same performance, same picture, and and longevity. Same thing. That's basically what we're doing: getting rid of our good players and bringing in nobodies and expecting them to just come out like diamonds in the rough are all going to form just with good coaching. That's what I see here yep. with the Bears. We have a whole bunch of one-year guys signed up. When we could have just kept some quality players or signed some quality players now. Now, you know that we have a new management. The Bears were tied up with money from last year. You know, so they couldn't afford. That's why they didn't hit. They, they, they were on all these players on, on the books. So they could not get anybody this season. That's why they got these one-year players. And there's a new coaching staff, a new GM. He wants to get rid of the old regime. Okay? And with all that money tied up, that's why the Bears have so much free money this upcoming season. Because all these these dead contracts come off the books, so they're gonna have all they have over a hundred million dollars to spend. They have a shitload of draft picks this season. Are people trying they to picked, come here? Are people trying to again? Come I told. I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. In the NFL, it's not like the NBA. Everyone wants to play with their friends. No, really? in the NFL. No, in the NFL, your career is not that long. So you so you're gonna go to the team that's gonna give you the most money. If you're gonna go to Jacksonville, if Jacksonville is offering you shit, a hundred and two hundred million dollars to play there for five years, and um, the Miami Dolphins are only offering you a hundred and ten million dollars for the same deal, but you can come with us because we might be competitive. In the NFL, in the NBA, that might work. In the NFL, that ain't gonna work. I'm getting, here. I'm getting, I'm getting, and most of them get most of that money guaranteed. So I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with the Jacksonville Jaguars, right. and I'm gonna, I'm gonna play there because I'm gonna get all the money there. Here, Devontae Adams just left, and he was offered more money at, at Green Bay, and he went to go play with his friend. So that happens in the NFL. You're trying to tell me that this doesn't happen? Oh, this man where? right here, this man right here, Tyree Hill left. To go play with Tua because he felt Tua had a better arm and was more accurate and was more 
of a star player than 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 uh, Mahomes. Kansas City couldn't afford him. So that's why he, he traded him. He, he traded no. He left Kansas City not because he wanted to play with two. He's just saying that shit. Get, he left really? because he left because to suit you. He left no. <laughs> he left Kansas City because he knew Kansas City was not going to pay him that money because they spent all of their money when they signed Mahomes to that big ass contract last year. So they did, they were not going to be able to afford Tyreek Hill. So Tyreek Hill, Miami can't afford him because they're not paying to a 200 or 300 or $400 million, whatever West Ham's getting, whatever Mahomes is getting paid. They're paying, he's on a rookie contract. So oh, we got some money and we could, we could get Tyreek. Here, Tyreek Hill, here's a shitload of money. Come play with us. And you got a young team here. You know, so he's like, okay, I'll go there. Bye, Kansas City. I love you, Mahomes. I thank you for the championship, but you guys can't pay me. So I'm going here to Miami. In the NFL, it's different. They don't have a long time to play. They have a very short career. NFL is very short career. Yes, not for so long. you got to get as much money as you can. That's the difference. So with that being said, the Bears, and obviously the Bears are proving right now. I mean, you don't think there's gonna be players that want to play with Justin Fields next year? Maybe. Okay. You Maybe. don't think you know in a big market like Chicago, you don't think if they get the defense together, they can easily build the defense. You get free agency on defense, offer them a lot of money, and rebuild it. It happens to every team has to rebuild their defense. You know, the Bears are a traditionally defensive team anyway. So you're going to want defensive players to play here. Because traditionally, when we have a defensive coach, by the way, a head coach, they're traditionally a good defensive team. So they'll get the defense, they'll get in order. It's the offense we need to, that has to involve. Like when Anthony was here last week, we were talking about how the, he was talking about how the offense has to evolve to the new century. You know, come get with the times. You know, in this little hybrid type, Justin Fields running and throwing the ball. If you get him some weapons, he may not have to run 100, 178 yards a game. You know, he could he could probably still run. He's going to have to cut that down anyway because, you know, you're young. You have those yeah. fast legs. But he still has a good arm. And we got to get him some damn players that can catch the ball. Yeah. You know, now, two things I'm sure you want to you wanna talk about is the two bullshit calls that went against the Bears – uh, on Sunday, they gave the game to Miami yeah. because these referees, they know they fucked up. Sorry, guys, for the language, but they fucked up. Mm-hmm. And the refs know they fucked up. You know, especially that pass interference call they should have called on Claypool. Even even the ESPN analyst was saying that that was bull. Yeah. You know, that, that should have been called. Like, what were you looking at? How do you not throw the flag there? Yeah, I agree. You know. It was, white, it, was, it was plain as day. It was right there. And no call. But I expect that with the Bears, though, because it's like, look at how much Justin Fields used to get rocked, uh, and no no flags, no roughing the passer, you know, those were definitely on, on more star star players, those would definitely would have been roughing the passer uh, calls. So, I really do expect these kind of things. And wait a minute, what about the Darnell Mooney uh, thing, when he had the, the, the catch in the end zone? I mean, really, he was pushed before he caught that ball. That should have been pass interference, but that wasn't called that game, and he ended up fumbling the ball anyway. But he was touched and pushed before he even got a chance to even got to get his hands on the ball. We don't get these calls, and hopefully, like you said, if we do save up enough, save up enough money to get players like this, uh, star players, then maybe we'll, we'll start getting some pass interference calls. Well, the refs just need to do the job. Or they should go back to challenging uh, pass interference calls. You know calls. how it goes. It goes by clout. You know. Yeah. Guys well, are, that's are why. Players, and that's why to kind calls. of minimize that bullshit. Well, I don't know why they took away the the flag to challenge uh, pass interference calls. 
I don't know why they took that away. There's only two a game. Slowing down the game. There's only two a game. I mean, I mean two, two per team. So you use one of your challenges to challenge a uh, pass interference call. You only get two. Once you use the two, that's it. Yeah. Unless you win them both, then you get an extra one. Yeah. So I don't understand why they can't. Why they got rid of that. They need to go back to that. They need to go back to challenging, not saying increase the amount of challenges, keep it the same, but you should be able to challenge other certain calls. I don't know why they don't allow that. That pass interference, they need, that needs to, that's, that's bullshit. That should never have been, that should have been kept in place, not out of place. But, uh, you know, Miami again, they had a great game. They put up 35 points. Tua had a good game. Tariq Hill had a good game. They played a crappy defense, so they should have put up those many numbers. There's not much to say about that, so good job, Tua. You know, you had three touchdown passes. Good job. Your team is not bad. They're 6-3. and three. Um, They're not better than the Bills. Look at the total yards. Yeah, the Bears were kept they were keeping up with them. Yeah. We had more plays than they did. Seventy to fifty. Well, what fuck? What messed up the Bears was the stupid uh, block punt for a touchdown. Yeah. That's the game. Yes. That's the game. Even yes. with two or three touchdowns. Even back. with two or three touchdowns, Justin Fields oh. played better. Justin Fields had four touchdowns. I was so mad. I was so you mad know? when that happened. I was so mad when that happened. It was unbelievable. No one even ran back to go even get that damn ball. I was like, oh. No one bothered to stop the guy either. Let, let I mean, it go. Let it go. Let him go get the ball and let him run it back. That they probably were going to score the touchdown that, anyway. That, Tua that probably pissed me off. Tua probably was going to give him a touchdown anyway, even if they did recover and didn't get him going to the end zone. It was going to be a matter of time. But that still, how the hell do you get that blocked? Yeah. And blocked for a touchdown. That was the game. It was. That was the game. Look at that. It was a three-point game. You wipe away that touchdown, then they could have won. True. You know, but it was a close game. They still lost. It is what it is. And you know that was it. So I love them next week. They got the Lions next week. The Bears so, got the Lions here. Who you got for that game? I picked the Bears to win that game. I picked the Bears too. Even though now, the, Lions Lions, just beat, the Lions just beat Green Bay. But the Lions also are a high-scoring team yes, too. Don't forget, the Bears can't get can't can't stop anybody. <laughs> you know. So come on now, you can't just say you just had the Bears winning and all of a sudden they can't. The Bears defense can't stop, can't stop anybody, Mike. Look at their last three games. It's the Lions, for God's sakes. And remember, I have this, I have a, a bet with Anthony about the Lions not beating the Bears. He has the Lions beating the Bears. I don't know why. Well, again, the Bears play the Lions. The Bears should win it. Um, they can make a couple of key plays and force some punts, for God's sakes. They don't, they don't force the teams to kick. So we'll see what happens. But I got the Bears winning that game. It's here, so maybe they'll win that game. Yep. Against Detroit, you know. Um, so, anything else you want to say about nah, this game? Bears game is done. I'm waiting to see who wins uh, the next game. I got the Bears winning. Um, I know Detroit just beat Green Bay. Which oh, was, I want to talk about that. Which was that. pretty impressive on that. What it's What up. did we say last week, mm. Mike? What it's did we say? What's going to happen to the Packers if they lose to it's the to the Lions? Now, Green Bay. it's not just that. It's Mike, they only put over. up they only put up nine points. And Aaron Rodgers team only put up nine points. What's going on? What is going on? No receivers, one, and two, Aaron Rodgers is now trying to do too much. Did you watch it? He got did you he see went what off. He, 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 he was pissed off. 
He was ranting on the no, but bench. He, he was messing up himself. He threw three this interceptions. Threw, and they were his fault interceptions. It wasn't passes that hit off a helmet and flew up in the air for 10, 10 feet and someone else caught it. No. These were blatant, huh, right in the end zone. Somebody just pops up and just jumps up and grabs it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that one. I saw the one where he threw it right to the yeah, player. Those were bad. Those were on him. He can't blame uh, the receivers for that. That was on him. What are his numbers now? Because so, he, Horrible. Um, he had three interceptions. No, no. What is his number for the years? I told you his interception three rate. interceptions. I said in it. When was the last time he threw that in the unheard game? Unheard of for, for, for him, yeah. Rodgers. Unheard of. If it does happen, it's like a fluke. I think last year he had like one game that he had like two interceptions. No, that man three. probably hasn't thrown three interceptions in no more many and at least ten years now, probably. Now it's a routine. In one game? Now it's a routine thing, getting interception after interception after interception. Man. So. All that money, but so you lose it this. every week. I'm not so liking this Look at, at this. All. Look at his stats so far. He's thrown for 2,091 yards for the, for the year. That's eighth in the league. That's not bad. He throws for 14 touchdown passes and seven interceptions. He's tied 27th mm-hmm. in the league. Mm-hmm. That's unheard of for him. Mm-hmm. At this point, he would have 14 touchdowns to either one interception yep. or no interceptions. Yep. At this point, he'd have about 20 touchdowns, 22 touchdowns and, and one interception and one, or two. Maybe two interceptions. Those are Aaron Rodgers' I told you, I told you his interception rate was going to go up yeah. this season. Yes. Told you. Yes. He doesn't have anyone that's going to catch those balls. And he's forcing shit. He's forcing yep. crap and down. Those, and that's unheard of for him. Because he's pulling ready. a Brett Favre. What Brett Favre did. guys aren't ready. And that's the problem. He's making these passes. And they're bouncing off their chest. Bouncing off their face mask. Well, that's not his Hands. fault, though. What do you mean it's not his fault? If, as the receiver, receiver is supposed to catch that. Exactly. As a receiver, once that ball touches your hand, your body, you're supposed to catch that. Because he made that that pass well, it's accurately. Not, well, it's not necessarily Aaron Rodgers. It's not necessarily Aaron so, Rodgers doing that, though. It's his receivers. Well, are not those interceptions it. are his fault. That's all I'm just stating. I watched that, and it looked bad. No, they and ran for 106 yards. Crazy, that game, boy. But the Lions still, their defense, though, their defense played a little bit better, but um, their offense, couldn't. the Green Bay couldn't score shit. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. That's ridiculous. Uh, so he scored a touchdown. They missed the, the extra point, and they scored a field goal. I'm so happy. I, I really am. You got Detroit. I mean, you got Green Bay scoring nine points. You see, and you got the Bears putting up 30-something points. Did you see who Green Bay's rushing, leading rusher is, was? Aaron Rodgers. Unbelievable. 40 yards. What did A.J. Dillon rusher. do? What did Jones do? Yeah. So that was the problem. Aren't those that, isn't that their bread and butter? That's their problem. 34 yards. And 25 yards from Jones, unacceptable. Those numbers are unacceptable. Well, well, well unacceptable. On. What about Green Bay's receivers? What about Lazard had 87 yards, but you know who got hurt? Dubs got hurt. Yep. So a yep. lot of the players did get hurt. Dubs got hurt. Romeo ankle. Dobbs is out, so he's gonna be out for a while. Did so. they say that though? Yeah, he's he's gonna be out for a while. Uh, so he's missing him. He's missing his boy Cobb. You know, I mean, what is how long is Cobb going to be out for? But even if he comes few, back, you could just double yeah, him now. A few more weeks for sure. Wow. A few more weeks for sure. So they've dropped to three and six. Sad. They're tied with the Bears for three and six. Sad. And Detroit uh, increases to two and six. 
So, what is your outlook for the Green Bay Packers? The Green Bay Packers will probably win for the rest of the season. Two more games, maybe three more games for the whole rest of the season. So you got them going six and maybe five, six and eleven. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Wow. Horrible. Wow. They don't have but, but, but what? Okay. Aaron Rodgers is now, like you said, trying to do too much. You're trying to do you're trying to do too much. He lost his cool. Usually he's real cool, collected. He looks around, he knows the timing of the game, he understands the game. He's a guru at the game, but right now he's trying to make things happen so these receivers catch the ball or make a special play out of nowhere. And it's just not happening with these guys. Even when the the, the pass goes through, these guys aren't catching it. And I'd be getting mad too. Because Aaron Rodgers is putting it all into it. Listen. Aaron Rodgers, don't get me wrong here, he did throw for 291 yards. You know those three interceptions. Those in three the red interceptions zone. made it look bad. He doesn't throw interceptions in the red zone. His yeah. QB rating was 53.5. And that's he probably got to be his worst. Yards. He missed that's 20 passes. Be his worse. He missed 20 passes and threw three picks. Yeah. He only got sacked one time, but um, yeah. Well, you know. Sorry, Green Bay fans, but you're not getting any sympathy from me. Detroit's defense did all the work for them because look, look at this here. Their offense did nothing. Exactly. Jared Goff. Exactly. Jared Goff had, throw? had two One touchdowns. Th- okay, it's not bad. He threw for two touchdowns. Rushing. More no touchdowns one, than Aaron Rodgers. No one rushed the ball in. The receiving, James Mitchell and Shane Zilstra. Two no-namers. Like, when's the last time you even said those names? You know, know, they might be a household name against the Bears. Hopefully not. The, the, the Lions put up. You don't think the Bears? The Bears are going to put up about 27 points. Yeah, but let's not forget, though. Detroit, see, here's the thing. They're 1 and 6 because 2 and 6 because they are a bad team. No doubt about it. They are they are bottom feeders. Go, you agree? I agree. But they have. Uh, high-octane offense. Believe it or not, they score a lot of points a game. They may not have scored against Green Bay this week, but look at their other games. Yeah, They're know. scoring 20 over 25, 30 points a game. So what's stopping us from putting up 30 points on Nothing's stopping us from putting up. I, don't, I, I have no doubt that the Bears could possibly put up 30-plus points against Detroit. But my problem is with the Bears is they're giving up 30-something points a game. So, I mean, that's the problem. Yeah. And Detroit can score. You know, there are these crappy names that you mentioned. You know, look at Jared Goff's num- numbers this season. Look at their numbers. They're not a bad scoring team. They are a decent offensive team. They have a horrible defense, and they're just a shitty team. But offensively, they're good. You know, they're like the Bears. They have a good offense, but a terrible defense. You know, um, but... Their defense showed up to play against Green Bay, mm-hmm. which is I, I I don't understand why sometimes can the Bears at least show up to play against Green Bay's uh, 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 offense one one game? Can the Bears defense ever show up against somebody? Can the Bears offense show up against Green Bay? They're playing them pretty soon. I think what is this week uh, nine now? So I have a bold prediction. about another I, I, month. I, I have a bold prediction for you, right? Yeah. Normally, when the Bears play Green Bay. Being the Bears fan that I am, I still know that Green Bay is still going to put it on us. So I usually bet against the Bears because Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. But now, this year, in the game coming up, I have the Bears beating Green Bay. 
I think the whole fear that we have of Aaron Rodgers and of the Green Bay Packers, because before, like I used to tell Frank, they're nice to have evidence. Every time I would say Green Bay Packers, Frank would leave a wet spot wherever he's sitting. Get, because the, get out of here. It would no be, way. That name just puts the fear of God. In, no, in, it doesn't in, put in, the fear in, of God in nothing. It's a Bears fans Not and Bears me. players because he owns us. And he, he's he's proud to say, I own you. So, I own you. So when they beat him, when they beat him here so, in a couple of weeks, what will you say then? That's what I'm saying. That whole mystique and that whole fear of, of the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers has diminished. And I think the Bears are going to see them and see that they're he's beatable. And they're able to beat him. And I think the Bears what their are, records are going to beat the Green Bay Packers on the let's, next meeting. Let's see what their what their records are at the time when they meet. They, the, we, they meet what, week 13. The Green Bay Packers are going to lose to the Chicago Bears on their next meeting, no matter what. That's my prediction. Okay. That's my prediction. They're not scared anymore, and I think Justin Fields is going to run all over them. They don't have a good defense, uh, and their receivers suck. So... Yeah, I got I got us winning. I got us. Well, winning it's a game. it's a little bit of ways away actually. All it's still right. about a month or so away before they uh, play. Um, and they play, you know, here. Not that that makes a difference, but we'll see where they are, where these teams are at that time. So you know, but Green Bay, they we've always been saying every week for the last several weeks they're in trouble. Let's make this clear. They're not making the playoffs. Correct. Clear. They're not going to win the division. Clear. You know, so where are they going to go from here? You know, we know where the Bears are going. They got their money lined up and they got their draft picks lined up. What is Green Bay going to do? They got to go after receivers, and there aren't there's not a big crop of free agent wide receivers this off season. You know, are they going to make some deals with some teams to try to trade with them? You know, before the Bears try to stop that shit from happening, because they you know. They try to counter move each other sometimes. So like, no, we're, we're gonna try to get this ahead. So look here, Frank. Get ahead of the game there. Winnable game. Okay. Winnable game. Mm, I don't know. The Falcons are. Get out of here. Marcus Mariota is not gonna do anything against the damn Bears. I'm sorry. Cordero Patterson just came back from injury. Congratulations. And he he, he did rush two touchdowns and of course on his. You know, game back. So course. Mike is saying the Bears' next couple of games are the Lions Winnable. on November 13th. Winnable. He has the Falcons on November 20th Winnable. at Atlanta. Winnable. And then you got at New York on the 27th of November. I think this is also a winnable game. The Jets, and, I think we can beat the Jets. And then we got the Packers here and I already, on uh, December 4th. I already called out that we will beat them. But, man, look at the next two games after that. Loss and loss. (laughs) Okay. We have the Eagles and the Bills back-to-back. And what's bad about it is both of these teams are coming here. So they give the Bears three home games in a row. You know, against the Packers. Great. Packers, Eagles, Bills. Well, let's see what the Eagles' health is going to be at that time and what the Bills' health is going to be at that time. Well, the Eagles are rolling, high rolling. They're still undefeated. So are the Bills. Shit. Bills just lost. To To the Jets. Which... That was a surprising game, by the way, because I definitely had the Bills winning that game. But it's a division game. So the division games, when division rivals play against each other, it's usually a closer game and is usually sometimes an upset there, unlike if the the, uh, Bills would have lost to Detroit Lions. Then that would have truly been an upset. This was an upset, but it's a competitive division, so not so much. 
when I look back at it now. They are division rivals, so I'm not surprised by that loss by that loss by the Bills. Um, so I, you know, the Jets are not a bad team you're wet, but they're a division team for the for the Bills. So that's a little bit different. So I expected kind of not surprised that that happened, but nonetheless they still lost. Yeah. Um, and were there any other games that you mentioned? There weren't that many games because a lot of teams had buys this week. Uh, I'm looking at what something that stands out to me. One thing that does stand out to me, two actually. Did you see that Rams Buccaneers game on? Was that Sunday night? I did. Where you saw Tom Brady a game winning score the comeback, again? The come. Of course I did. That's my boy. Oh, he's your boy again, huh? He's been my boy. I never okay. turned my back on Brady. I never said it was time for him to hang it Just up. Just still four and five. It's okay. It's still Tom Terrific. You saw when he came out, he was excited. It was fucking awesome. That's exactly what he what he told the, the reporters when he came out. Because he got his groove back. The divorce is behind him. He already knows what's ahead now. He looks like he came out refreshed. His whole face, his whole demeanor looked better uh, on Sunday. And he did it. I mean, 280 yards, a touchdown, you know, 58 passing attempts. That's a lot. Tom Brady has a lot left in the tank, man. A lot left in the tank. 58 times you threw the ball. God. But you know why? They have the absolute worst rushing game in the history of the NFL. Yeah. The Buccaneers do. And 45-year-old Tom Brady... Is not going to win no championship if he doesn't have any kind of running game whatsoever. Well, they need to invest in that. I thought Leonard Fournette would have been the I mean the answer. Leonard the Fournette worst was... running game in well, why the Why did league. they not invest into a new, into another running back? So why they probably don't have the money for it. Um, so as a team, as a team, they only rushed for 51 yards as a team. Hell, Justin Fields had more than that on, on the 60-yard rushing uh, play. By the first quarter. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> my goodness. So, yeah, Tom Tom Brady, yeah, he threw for 280 yards. But then when you add the rushing game, it, that, that's a low offensive output. It is. Because even if he puts up 330 yards or 350 yards, um, that is still not good because – when you look at it, if you don't have a running game, you want to put up as a team probably close to 450 yards as mm-hmm. a team, right? You're not going to be throwing for 450 yards. That's very right, rare. Right. So you're going to throw for maybe 300. You know, where's your other 200 going to come from? Well, look at the distribution for uh, the receivers, though. Look at how many receivers, uh, you know, caught a ball from Brady. We got. Oh, my goodness. There was a Allen Robinson... Sighting. He only he actually got three receptions for twenty four yards. Yes. Good job there, Allen Robinson. Yep. You left the Bears to be what a big to, to grab for twenty four yards and, and and no show in the game. He hasn't been doing I forgot anything. he was even on that team. Yeah, he hasn't been doing anything. He's been sorry. No, no, no disrespect to the to the to the Buccaneers. I was had to look at that, but yes, I'm looking at their receiving yards. Of course, you had um, Kate Cotton. He's their leading receiver. Yeah. Mike Evans, what you know, what's with him? What's with him? I mean, him? he's all right. He's still doing all right. He had five receptions. He had 40 yards. I mean, everyone was in the 40s and 50s. So, 
he was right there. Tom seemed to be distributing the ball around to all the receivers. He felt generous that game. And it paid off. I'm just really, I'm going to tell you who I'm more surprised. Julio on this Jones. Team. There he's you go. Old, but he's old now. Come on. He's still Julio Jones. This guy is still a runner. You know. He can still jump. He can still catch the ball. That's what he is a pro at. That's what he does. You know what I what I kind of recognize? They put a lot of, you know, uh, Buccaneers games on TV. Mm-hmm. Of course. And that is one name I just don't hear at all. Yeah. I don't hear any. I, I know I, you hear Julio Jones like. He's actually studying while he's still playing in the league. Yeah, he you don't know because his name is never mentioned anymore. He faded away just like Matt Ryan you know, on the bench. And 28 yards, two receptions, you're supposed to be a top receiver. What happened? What happened? Injuries and age, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Chris Godwin, what's he doing? He got seven receptions, but 36 yards? Chris Godwin should be getting close to 100 yards. Hey, seven receptions is good. I mean, he's supposed to be picking up the slack. Him and 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 Evans are supposed to be picking up the slack for Gronk not being there no more since he retired. No one seems to be picking up that that uh that yeah, void. Yeah, you're right. And they predicted. I this. mean, this was predicted. Leonard Fournette is 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 trying to contribute again with forty something yards receiving, but he's more or less the receive. He's the rushing yeah. rusher. You know, he runs the ball, not catches yeah. the ball. And that's why your production in the running game is horrible. 51 yeah. yards is pathetic. You know, average of 2.6 yards a game. That's horrible. A carry, actually. 6.2 yards average. Hell, I could I could do 6.2.6 yards. Shit, you know. Oh, you said 2.6. 2.6 yards oh, a carry. Said, I thought you said 6.2. I was like, wow, you can do 6.2? No. Shit, you, you should be in no. the NFL right now. But, I mean, the Rams weren't no better either. They only ran for 68. However, the Rams have a superstar in Cooper Cup who did receive for 127 yards uh, and a touchdown. Yeah. That long pass he had for like 69 yards that he had. I mean, God, that... that he's a stud. He is. He, he's a stud. He's, he's reliable. Everyone knows the ball is going to go to this guy, and somehow he's still... Creating boy, separation, imagine, and he's still catching boy, the ball. What imagine? He here, imagine if Tampa Bay, if, if Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers had him on their team. That would be <laughs> that would be the main guy. Just like that's 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 who that, that's who uh, uh what's his name uh Matthew Stafford. You know that's the only guy he can really depend on. That's his there. Megatron. Yes, <laughs> yes. Come on, one twenty-seven. Yeah. The next guy was Allen Robinson with twenty-four yards. He only got. Three receptions. And then the next guy was Malcolm Brown with 10. Come on. The Rams, again, Mike, it's that Super Bowl hangover. They're done. It's that Super Bowl hangover. That's why it's hard for teams to repeat. They're done. So they're not going to make the playoffs, and they're not going to go – they're not even going to make the playoffs. They're not going to be able to defend their championship, I don't think, because, you know, they're losing. What are they, three and six now? They're done. Yep, they sure are. Cook them. Cook them, they're done. Cook the Packers, they're done. And the Bucks would be done too if they weren't in such a shitty division. They'd be done too. Yeah. But they're in a good division. They're in a crappy division, so they might make the playoffs. And uh, also too, I want to talk about something real quick. Real quick. Go ahead. The Las Vegas Raiders. Oh yeah. So we were talking about games that were surprising. Well, if this wasn't a big surprise, I don't know what was because actually. 
<clears throat> I started watching this game, and the Raiders were putting it on the Jaguars. I was Jaguars. watching the score. It they was were like putting it on the Jaguars. Yeah, they were up seventeen to nothing. I'm yes. like, they're destroying the Jaguars. I'm, yes. like, I'm like, I'm thinking about my pick. I'm like, well, this was a shitty pick. At fourteen, <laughs> at fourteen nothing, I was like, this is just, they're just putting it on these guys. You know what? Let me change, and I change the channel. Next thing I know, I look up, and the Raiders lost a damn game. They did nothing in the second half. They were outscored twenty-seven. They were outscored twenty-seven to three. That's ridiculous. Because it was 17-0, they lost twenty-seven to twenty. That means the Jaguars only scored three more points, and the Raiders scored twenty-seven points. The Raiders are one of the biggest disappointments in the league this year. Well, I don't care what anyone says. What did? Uh, it's not Indianapolis. I'm sorry, it's not them. Green Bay is another disappointment, but at least they got three wins. The Raiders lost after loss after loss, and they have a lot of talent on the team. So what's stopping this? I mean, you were up 17-0. Is it the defense? What did Devontae Adams do? He did what Devontae Adams does. Oh, okay. 146 yards, yeah, 10 did, receptions, and two touchdowns. He did what Devontae Adams does. He does what he was supposed to do. 10 receptions, 146 yards, two touchdowns. I'm pretty sure I saw him score those two touchdowns. And that was it. I changed the channel. I was like, oh, this is going to be a blowout. <laughs> Next thing I know, 27 to nothing. Jacksonville wins. Jacksonville. No, they shows, outscored them 27 to 3. Jacksonville shows spots of, of greatness here and there. So far this season, they've beaten some pretty good teams. The teams that they have beaten are good teams, but I don't know. I still don't have them going anywhere. Obviously, at three well, and six, but the neither Raiders, one of these teams are going anywhere. Raiders, Raiders just the main focus. Two and six. Yeah. yeah. Unless they, unless they somehow win the rest of their games, and don't lose no more. It's not gonna happen. No. Yeah. They, 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 they would be done. And last but <laughs> not nine, least, go ahead. Last night. Yeah. Seahawks. Beat the the Cardinals thirty one to twenty one. Yeah. Can we please? Can we please give Geno Smith his flowers? No, no, no. I don't even talk about Geno Smith. I don't want to talk about that yet. Are we not talking about Geno? Great, great job, Geno. But I want to talk about the Arizona Cardinals, who everyone God picked them to win this division, and Kyle Murray's you no know, probably MVP numbers, and you know he's the best thing since sliced bread. You know, everything else about this kid. You know, you and then they want to sit there and criticize the coaching staff because they put something in his contract talking about he needs to uh, watch, watch film. film. Well, I mean, 175 yards is mediocre for someone like him. Where did he rush for? 60 yards? I mean, he's been, to me, I don't know about you, but he's been very disappointing to disappointing. me. He's not living up to what he was supposed to be living up disappointing. to. Disappointing. And that team is bad. They're three and six. They're just as bad as the Bears. This team is supposed to be six and three, not three and six. Yep, agreed. And 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 the the Seahawks are supposed to be three and six, not six and three. I don't know about that. Stop it. I don't know. We about all that. predicted when this season started the Seahawks would be a bad team. Gino. Gino came out. Gino is reborn. But we weren't saying this. Week one, when the season started, we said the Seahawks are going to be a bad no. team. They're a rebuilding team. I know I had them saying that. I the Seahawks that sure. had a quarterback competition at that time. Remember at the beginning of the season, there were two people competing for the quarterback position. And I can't remember who it was, but he got hurt. And Gino is a full-time guy. And guess what? Gino took over for um, for uh, um, 
Russell was, Wilson when Russell Wilson was hurt last year. Competition. There was someone else there that the, that the, uh, Coach Carroll couldn't decide who he wanted to have because I've seen both those guys play this year, and the other guy got hurt. And since he did, Chino Smith has just been unstoppable. It's four wins in a row. Four in a row. Yeah. And it's not like that he's beaten bad teams. And, and guess what else? They are winning, leading their division. Yes. They're six and three. Yes. San Francisco is four and four. Yes. The Raid the Rams are three and five. And at the bottom of the division are the overrated Arizona Cardinals. So now I'm gonna start putting this on to Kyle Murray. Yep. Mr. Overrated. Yep. You know, I don't want to call him another Ben Simmons of the NFL. Oh, no. Because we're he's not complaining about... Too, yeah. No, we're I'm not, not going to do that. But no. this guy is overrated. And he is not living up to nothing. So, unless he has him as a spectacular second half of the season, they're going to be last place in the division. And Seattle's probably going to win it. Frank. I, I So, there's still an outside chance I might say San Francisco could still win the division. I see this as a continuation of last season when he was losing... Well, he Remember, started out good. And then after, like, game eight, it was just, like, downhill. Lost, 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 lost. And, like, this year, three wins for all that money they're paying him. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he does have some tools around him, though. It's not like he doesn't have tools. He does have Zach Ertz. He does have DeAndre Hopkins. He does have James Conner. He has guys around him. He's just not winning. Well... This is the Cardinals, right? So the Cardinals are playing the Rams next week in LA. So with I got that, the Rams winning that game. I do too. That's who I picked to win that game. I got the Rams winning that game. Um, and then some notable games. We have the Seahawks, as you're just talking about. Mm-hmm. They're going to Tom Brady's home and to play Tommy. That's gonna be Tommy a, Brady. That's gonna be a tough game, but it's gonna be an L. For who? For the Seahawks. Oh, boy. Back on the Tom Brady gravy here we, train. Here we go with the back on. I never got off. Back on it again. I never got yeah, off. Yeah, when they last were going to three and five, you said they're done. I'm still saying they're probably done. They're going to be a mediocre I never got off. team. And they're not, if they do make the playoffs, they're going to get bounced I in the first round. I didn't say they were round. done. They were one game behind their, the, 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 now, the team that's leading. There's going to be a give and take in this game. There's a give and take on this game. And we'll get, we'll get into the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Because I'm looking at some notable games here. The Vikings are at the Bills next week. Mm-hmm. Who do you have? This is in Buffalo. I have the Bills winning because, one, they're in Buffalo. And you got the Vikings finally losing the game here? Yes. They're 7-1. and one. They're going to they're gonna lose another. They're going to finally lose? Yes. Okay. I got the Bills winning that game, too. The Bills um, don't lose two in a row, man. No, they don't. Now, what about this game? Cowboys going to Green Bay. Cowboys. Sorry. Cowboys don't do very well in Green Bay. I have Bay. no confidence in the Green Bay Packers anymore. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers has any confidence in himself or that team or his coach. Well, then maybe that that's a, that's a problem with the coach then. So, I don't think I don't think they mesh. I don't think Rodgers is liking the plays that uh, LaFleur is calling. And I think he's lost all confidence in the team. And now he's just doing too much and trying to manufacture shit. And it's just not working. So, unfortunately, like I said, the Packers might win 
three more games maximum. It ain't gonna, that's year. not going to be one of them. No, it's not. Because <laughs> I think Dallas is going to put the business on them. Oh, I hate both these teams. I'm oh, Dallas is going to put the business but, on them. But they can pass. But, they can run. And Dallas got that yeah. finger-licking good defense. That wasn't so finger-licking good against the Bears. Did they win? They won, but oh, okay. it wasn't because of their defense. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, Justin Fields damn near should have put like 35 on them. and almost did. But I I will say this, though. It will be the only week, usually, that I'll be a Cowboys fan. Because I do want to see Dak and company go up there, have Jerry's boys go up there to, to Lambeau Field and tear, tear Green Bay at any asshole, you know. And maybe see Aaron Rodgers throw another three interceptions he's in Lambeau throw, Field in front of his fans. I predict he's going to throw two more interceptions this game. What would, you, what would you say that score of this game will be? Dallas 31, Green Bay 21. Well, the way Green Bay has not been able to score lately, I'm going to say 35-6. Wow. Hey, six, nine points and we put up against Detroit. So that's only putting up three points against Detroit, whose defense isn't that good. You're going against Dallas's finger-licking defense. So you think Aaron Rodgers is struggling now? Is he gonna be struggling against that finger-licking defense of the Cowboys? You want to talk about? I mean, come on. So I mean, I got 35-6. Dak will probably throw for three, three touchdowns. Three hundred yards. Three touchdowns over three hundred yards. Yep. I don't see Ezekiel Elliott doing shit, but the other running backs will run play. about 65, 70 yards. I, don't on, think get that. I think it'll be a collective effort that they'll, they'll run over 100 yards That's off the crazy. Green Bay's crappy defense. But, you know, and uh, anything else you want to talk about before we get into nah, the Bulls? We're, we're good on all the, okay. the football games. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs, last one, with the Titans. You saw that game, right? Yes, I did. Well, you, saw, yeah. you, you, you saw it went into overtime? Yes. So how they got to overtime with, yes. with Patrick. I mean, hey, it's Pat Mahomes. Mahomes is for real. But you know what, though? He's for real. But you know what, though? KC does not want to play them again. They are hoping. Kansas City is hoping for that they don't have to play the Titans again because the Titans actually does have their number and they should have won this game. Right. They beat them in the playoffs a couple of years ago. They don't want to see them no matter where they play them. So... They, they 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 won they they escaped a win a win there and they they got that win but they are very glad they don't got to stay they hope they don't want to have to see Tennessee again it's just one of those matchups it's matchups you know what I mean mm-hmm. so that is one team that don't want to play I don't know man Patrick Mahomes threw for 446 yards 446 did he throw for yards he threw the ball 68 times means? 68 times this guy threw the ball for you know, uh, I mean, he's got an arm. He also rushed for 63 yards on that team. He led he led his team in rushing, Patrick Mahomes. A rushing touchdown. I mean, he's for real. He threw for a lot of yards. He only threw for one touchdown. He got sacked four times and he threw an interception. So the yardage-wise, he was killing it, but the Titans contained him. For the most part, he only threw yards? for one touchdown. 446 He threw yards? for one touchdown. He ran for the other one, but he only threw for one touchdown. All. I can't see containment. That is contained. That's a bend and don't break. Bro, Defense bro, means you'll, you'll give up the yards, but you're not going to give up the touchdowns. Like three weeks to throw it for that many yards at some point. Come on now. 
Give the man his credit. 446 Oh, no, yards I'll give him the credit. Is crazy. But what I'm saying is that when I look at that, that's impressive, the yardage, but when someone has 446 yards, you probably expect four or five touchdown yeah. passes. Yeah. Not one touchdown pass and an interception. Four, five, three. Okay. I would have expected three. Probably four. 400 yards, a touchdown every 100 yards. Yes, I expect I mean, look at the that. receivers. Oh, my God. 106, 88, 79, 45, Juju 40, Smith, Schuster, and Kelsey took over. 14, 12, 12. This man was distributing that ball. He was mm. passing that ball around. Well, I mean, we'll see what they, what they do next week um, with uh, who they play. Who do they play? Who? Um, the Chiefs. They play the oh God, the Jaguars. Well, there may be another 446-yard passing game. Hey, from the Jaguars Holmes. might surprise us. We'll see. They're, that's in KC. Maybe I can understand the Titans because they did it before, but might not the Jags. Us. Anyway, uh, moving on to the NFL, uh, NFL, NBA. Let's get into the Bulls a little bit. Um, not a lot of news except for Kyrie Irving getting suspended five games. I think we already talked yeah, about we that. Yeah, we did already. a show on that. Yeah, so. Um, Nothing new there, but I do want to talk a little bit about the Bulls. So we're about 10 games in, okay? Or no, 12 games in. The Bulls have played 12 games. And they're 6-6. Six and six. Yep. Not exactly where I wanted them to be right now. I'll take it. I wanted them to be somewhere around maybe 10-2, and 9-3 and three or something like that in their first 12 games. Mm-hmm. Not 6-6 six and six at 500. Mm-hmm. You know it's a slow start, but it's understandable. They've had some injuries. You got Draymond, uh, Drummond. I'm sorry, Draymond. You got uh, Andre Drummond, and you got uh, Kobe White hurt out right now. And of course, you got Ball, who's probably not coming back this season. Mm-hmm. Then you got J.R. Levine. That's mm-hmm. what I'll call him now, J.R. Levine. You got J.R. Levine, who is, um, uh, you know, has to play, can't play back-to-back games because of knee management. But he picked it up for them last night, though. Right, I was about because to say he that. had to. Because he didn't play the day before. And they were double-teaming. And you saw they were double-teaming DeRozan every mm-hmm. time of that man had the ball. And down. you had to give it to someone who's going to make the shots. And that's exactly what the Bulls did. If you're going to double-team um, DeRozan, then you've got to have someone that's going to be open. And these guys are going to make the shots. Yeah. you got to stop that goddamn double-team. And these teams will learn that if the Bulls start making the shots. Yeah. So they just got to get healthy. Um, but there's a problem a little bit there that I see in the Bulls right now, Ooh. and that is they again they they it's still the same problem that they had last year. They leave guys open too much for the three, and they give up way too many three point shots, way too many three point shots. They leave people wide open for the three, and then also two two things they give up the three, and then. Um, when they were double-teaming DeRozan a lot, pass the ball down low to Vooch or mm-hmm. someone down low to dunk the ball mm-hmm. or whatever. Go down low and be more productive down low. You know, fine, I, I know you got Vooch out there shooting threes and blocking shots, which he did. He yeah. was blocking some shots. His yeah. defense showed up last uh, yesterday. So I was actually um, glad for that. And so, you know, but... I need some more inside presence there. A little hook shot, I like that, okay. but you got to put some pressure on uh, these other teams' inside game, you know. And so well, it just – That's it what just, supposed to be doing. Yeah, but he's not playing right now. So I'm thinking these guys got to get healthy because right now they're they're staying afloat, I guess, at 500. Where are they at right now in the East? Six? They're six in the East. Um, 
And then, you know, I, I, I think that should pick up once they get everyone back. Now, again, I don't expect Ball to come back this year. I don't know how you feel about that, but I don't expect him to come back this season at all. Me neither. I think Um, he is going to come back, play about two, three weeks, re-aggravate the knee, be out till next year. Be out till next team. I just don't see him coming back this season. You were saying about the Bulls. I feel like the Bulls, considering how the East has improved. Yes, they have. uh, Are in a good place. At six and six. In sixth place in the East, I mean the Raptors just just picked up a game over us. They're like half a game ahead of us. Well, you figure? Uh, so I figured. A battle. I figured there's two teams on here that're gonna pick it up easily on this list below the Bulls. The that's the Miami Heat and the Sixers are gonna pick it up. Yep. So the Bulls have got to pick it up. So they have got to move up that list a little bit. You know, they beat Toronto, but they shouldn't have lost to Toronto to begin with. Cleveland's and, a monster with. Uh, well, again, we'll see. They lost last night. Uh, they were kind They're of exposed. Two, man. I know, but we'll see exposed? what exposed. We'll, we'll see what happens. Were the Milwaukee Bucks exposed because they lost one? They game lost yesterday? two. They were exposed. Well, well, well look, look, this record is a little deceiving for Milwaukee, and I'll tell you why. I like to hear it. Look at their record. They're nine and one. Mm-hmm. Good, but look at the record. Seven of those nine games, or of the of the ten games they played, have been at home. They have a big load of home games. They have not played on the road. They have not played on the road. So let's see how impressive the record is when they start playing on the road. Okay. Because I don't think this is going to... I'm not saying they're not going to be a number top team because they probably are going to be one of the top teams uh-huh. in the East. Let's, let's not take that away. Top three for sure. Probably. Them and Boston. I, I have to, I'll, I'll concede to those two teams are probably going to hold the number one and number two spot. But three through through eight is wide open, to be honest with you. It is. So the Bulls may not get one or two, but shit, they can they could try to strive to get number three. That way, I'd rather for the Bulls to play Cleveland if the Cleveland holds, like for example, oh, I don't want to see, in the first I don't round. See Donovan Mitchell, man. I don't want to see Donovan Mitchell. Well, you want to avoid Boston and Milwaukee. That's true. Too. I think the Bulls have a better chance of of. Competing better with Boston right now than Milwaukee, uh, because Milwaukee is a somewhat of a big team. Cleveland is a big team too, but I think the Bulls do match up with Cleveland. And when we play them again, we'll see if the Bulls are healthy. Cleveland is a good team, but I think the Bulls can take them. I think the Bulls can beat them in a seven-game series. I think they have a better shot of beating Boston and beating Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee is just too big, and I you know, I'd love to see them beat Milwaukee, but um, to try to avoid to let someone else beat them. <laughs> Yeah. Let someone else take them. Let them let 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 the Seventy Sixers deal with Milwaukee. Yeah. You know, a team like that. You know, but the Bulls are in the six, but they should be higher. And I I would expect for them to be higher. You know, maybe a, a three or a four. You know, in the East, at least one of those top four teams where they get the home court in the first round. Yeah. First two rounds, anyway. You know, is what you hope for. So um, now. They doubled the hell out of DeRozan. The Toronto did. I, I don't know if that's a blueprint of what the other teams are going to do. If that is the case, then the other teams are going to be, you know, in for some, in for a shock. You don't think DeRozan's been double teamed before? Well, this is why you're going to have uh, uh, Vuv- Vuvicic. You're going to have to have uh, Jr. You butchered that man's name. You have to have Jr. <laughs> J- you have to have Jr. Levine be open. Patrick Williams be open. You know, these guys have to be open. I.O. will have to be open to get ready for these shots because these two, 
If they're, if they're going to double those two guys, that's going to leave gonna only two or three guys open. Yep. So someone's got to be open to take yep. the shot or drive it in or do a layup. So my only complaint about the about the Bulls that I've seen this year so far, aside from uh, my man being hurt, uh, you know, Levine, he's still showing up. Cause look at the look, look at the leading scores on the Bulls. You have DeRozan at 23.8. Levine is right there at 21.9. I mean, he's doing his job. He's played eight games compared to everyone else at 12. So he's missed four games, and he's put a positive impact on those games that he plays. I think he won two of those games himself, uh, basically, when he did play. Vooch is uh, putting up 16 points. Uh, per game and 12 boards walking double double don't get rid of him I was doing this thing at 12 points a game keep playing I'm going to tell you who disappoints me um, on this team Alex Caruso he does his job with the steals he does yeah. his job with the blocks he's yeah, defensive and everything yeah, that's what he's here for but he's a liability offensively do you see the shots this man takes Horrible shots. Horrible shots. Well, he's not supposed to be taking those shots. Horrible shots. You know he's supposed to be taking those shots. Let me finish that. Let me finish that. Horrible shots. I was an Alex Caruso fan before you even knew who Alex Caruso fan when he was in L.A. And you know what he used to do in L.A.? He used to hit corner threes all the time. He'd be open. He used to hit them regularly. What happened that now all of a sudden you're missing shots left and right, like left and right. The other day I saw him put up a, a, a air ball layup just like Ben Simmons. And that's where I got mad. I was watching the game with Anthony, actually. An air ball layup. It's like, come on now, dude. I mean, what's going on? I get it that you concentrate a lot on your defense, but they're literally letting you shoot the ball and you're not making them pay. You're driving the ball in and you're just putting up something wild that's not even touching the rim. So, you know, I do appreciate your game. The five points that you contribute per game Thank you so much, Alex Caruso, but we need a little bit more out of you. Some of those games, uh, you know, if you could score maybe 10, five points will make a big difference. We could have won some games with some of your points. Well, he's not there for the scoring. He's there for the defense. He's a professional Now, the one who's there for the player. scoring and his defense is uh, hasn't played since January, and that's ball. You know, he was brought here to shoot and to play I defense. I wrote him off on the team already. So he's written off to me. He's gonna play a few games. He's gonna be injured. He's gonna be gone. That's 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 Bible talk. Well, we'll we'll see what happens. I I don't expect to see him this year. The Bulls really were really high on getting him for the last couple of years, though. Yeah. So, but I mean, we'll see what happens. Again, it's only a small sample. It's only twelve games in. Yeah. Let's see what they do in the next 20 games or 25 we'll talking, games. We'll be talking about it. We'll so in the next watching. 25 games, let's see where they are 25 yep. games from now. Yep. You know, if they're still at 500, then that might be a problem. By then, they should be – they definitely need to be, I'm hoping, at least 10 games over 500 by that point. Okay. 10 to 12 games over 500 from that at that point. Now, you know, before it's – I know we're going over on our time right now. Um, before I do go, there is one team, because we talk about all these other teams. We always get on the Lakers and what they're not doing. Yes, they're still losing. Last night, LeBron sat out. Uh, Didn't they win? They lost. No, uh, they won. They no, beat they the lost. Jazz. They lost. Did they? Lakers 116, Jazz 139. I watched it. 
Um, oh, yeah, they got blown out. Yeah. Blown Again. Out. Blown out. Man, that seems to be happening quite on a regular basis. So we talk about them all the time. But let's 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 deflect away from the Lakers. Let's talk about our world champions. So are we not going to talk about the world champions? Oh, let's talk about the world Let's talk about Let's seven, talk. Let's talk about the world champions. Four and seven. They're having, I mean, a slow, really, they're having a slow start. Really, I don't think they're gonna go anywhere. I don't think so either. I don't even think they're gonna recover from this because it looks to me uh, like they're all looking at each other like, "Is this really happening? Did we really slow down this much?" I think they'll recover. I think they'll recover. I think they'll recover. Steph Curry scoring forty points a game and yeah. they're still not winning, Frank. Well, what I'm saying is, I think they will recover. And make it enough games to get into the playoffs. They're gonna really? make the playoffs. Yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs. Really? But I told you they're not going anywhere when they get in the playoffs. I got them as a second round knockout or conference finals knockout. That's where I have them. And I said this going back to last year that they're gonna win last championship, but then this next year coming in, I said they're not gonna win it. This doesn't surprise me. I told you already, they're an older team. They are an older team. They have a young bench, but they're an old team. And they've won the championship, and they're tired. They haven't recovered. They have not recovered from last season's winning. I mean, it was only, like you said, four months, right? It does make a difference. It makes a difference if you're an older team and you went from October to de- to, to, to uh, June. You're right about you that. You know, it I'm does really, make a difference. It's and so crazy. maybe they'll they they'll get like it. A much older team. They'll get a second win. Yeah, they'll get the, they'll get their second wind, and they'll make a push, and they'll get into the playoffs. They'll probably get maybe a sixth seed, maybe a fifth seed. Look at the team leaders on this team. Points per game. Steph Curry. Steph Curry is in points, 32. rebounds, and assists. Rebounds. <laughs> rebounds. Where's Draymond Green for that? Rebounds. What's Draymond Green This man doing? is leading the team in rebounds at 7.1 rebounds per game. Oh, assists, 6.9. This is the MVP for real, for real on this team. Draymond um, Green is putting up nine points oh, a game. Triple singles. He's putting up six boards a game. Triple singles. And, and five, assist, five assists Triple a game. singles. Oh, wow. Wowzers. Patrick, Be- Pat- Patrick Williams does that here. Uh, same thing. Um, the Shell. The show put on, what was he doing? 15, 15 points a game? Is that what the show is putting up? 15 points a game for the show. Big fall off. Because back in the day, before the show injured himself or got injured, you know, he uh, he used to put up 24 to 26 points a game with stuff. They would have won those games. But right now, he's just not himself anymore, which I've been saying. You keep telling me he's still recovering from this injury years later, a year later. I don't know. They're not going he's anywhere. He's old. He's older now. Not going anywhere. They'll they're make done. the playoffs, but they're not going to go anywhere in the playoffs. That I agree with you. Okay. No, I haven't got. I haven't stopped talking about them. I, But I told you that last year was it for them, for this group of players. They're not going to get back to that glory of championships no more. Draymond Green is not going to be on that team after this year. You know, Clay, uh, Clay Thompson may not be there either. They may trade him. You know, Steph Curry is going to be the cornerstone going to stay there, of course, but I think they're going to have Jordan Poole there and Wiggins as their, their corner pieces. And they'll still be competitive, but they won't make the championship. Yeah. You know, that's how I look at it. You know, that's what I think is going to happen. You know, but we'll see. We'll see. The only time will tell. But they are, they are definitely underperforming. Uh, definitely not where they should be, where they expect to be, but... 
Did never count the champion out, though, right? Yeah. Never count them out. They are experienced. They are the defending champions. They have earned it. So you think I, Steph Curry's gonna be able to keep up this at his age right now, and all the miles on his legs? You think he's gonna keep putting up? He's not gonna put points no, a game. No, I don't. Every night. No. I don't think so. Eventually, he's gonna have an but ankle I, pulled but, or uh, a hamstring pulled. But Something's I don't gonna think be pulled. Eventually, it's but gonna I don't happen, think. But man. I don't. I think he knows how to to curb that. You know, obviously, when the other players get their their stuff together and this team gets their shit together and gels, then they'll be okay to a certain degree. I, again, I don't. They're gonna they're gonna win games and they're gonna they're gonna get it back together. They're gonna they're gonna climb up. They're, the season is still young. Okay. We're not a month in yet, so you're gonna you're gonna get they're gonna get it together. Probably by All Star break, a little bit after All Star break, you'll see they'll be. Right where probably a top again, they'll be a top six team, maybe five. I got them maybe going as high as five. They're not going to have home court advantage. If they do, they might get as high as number four and for the first round. But after that, I don't think they're gonna. They're not going to have home court for the rest of the maybe the first round tops. But that's yeah. it. But I got them losing most likely in the second round of the playoffs. They might make it to the conference finals, but they're going to get knocked out by probably a Memphis or um, uh, or. Yeah, I think Memphis will be the team that would take them out. Yeah. Memphis, Memphis called it out, said they were getting old last year. They did call them out and said they were getting yeah. older. And I think I think Memphis has the best best chance of taking them if they make the playoffs. They don't look that good to me, but like you said, very small sample of the season. We got a long season to go, so we're only talking a month in. So it's a long time to go. We gotta give us some more time. But uh, speaking right. of time, yep, we have crept up on on our uh, limit for our show today, and so we do, you know, want to say thank you once again for listening. Uh, Google Podcast, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Apple. I mean. And of course, YouTube. Yep, watching us, us on YouTube. Thank you so much. And I have gotten actually a few uh, questions. Uh, we had the questions, uh, you know, about about Lonzo. Uh, I had a comment about, you know, we had comments about uh, not wanting to see Lonzo be gone, give him another chance. They feel like we're we're speaking down on Lonzo. I don't think so. The man doesn't play. He's been out since January. If you're out since January. You should have had whatever surgery you needed to be done, get done. You knew you weren't going to play the rest yep. of the league year. You don't try to have surgery uh, a couple of weeks before training camp. Oh, you know, I think I need to get surgery now. What the hell were you doing the last nine months? Yeah. You know, ten months. So, no, you don't get a pass on this. I don't think he's going to play this season. And in my opinion, I don't think he should play here anymore at all at this point. Wow. I, I, hate, I hate players that would sit there and wait, get the shit done, Get healed up and help your team. You're getting paid millions of dollars to be here, and you want to help this team win. Sitting on the bench and not even on the team at all is not helping. You're not helping the team, Lonzo Ball. You're hurting the team. So, I mean, that's yeah, a selfish move, and they do it all the time. These NBA players do this all the time. I'm going to get surgery right before the season yeah. starts. No. Yeah, you get the season. You get the you get the surgery done right when the injury happens. Yeah, they and get it done. Get paid. They're going to get paid. You know, so why would so, I? But anyway, anyway, thank you again. And thank you for the YouTube. Keep bringing the comments. I'm going to keep on uh, replying. Appreciate it. And uh, with that, peace. Have a good peace. night. Peace.